Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, October the 25th, 2022, and so glad you are joined to have joined us today. We are uh, about to dive into Psalm 33 and um, a reading from C.S. Lewis, as we've been doing for the last several weeks. And uh, as we get closer to Advent, we'll probably shift to more of an Advent study. Uh, but for right now, just kind of tracking through the Word of God through the Psalms and um, a daily reading from C.S. Lewis from a book entitled A Year, A Year with C.S. Lewis. Um, just a reminder again of the uh, programming note. Uh, good morning, Etta. Uh, Angie, good morning. Uh, starting next week, so I'm doing a, uh, be co-leading a men's Bible study on Tuesday mornings starting next week so uh starting next tuesday there will be we will i will not be on live on tuesdays for about six weeks so uh just give you a heads up look at me look at me giving you some advanced warning (laughs) that doesn't usually happen how about how about how about that for a little uh forewarning yeah so uh beginning next tuesday uh, for about six Tuesdays in a row, I won't be on on Tuesday. So it'll be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday for those weeks. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your cooperation. Hopefully we'll get some guys to come out and uh, and be part of that Bible study on uh, at the church on Tuesday mornings at 7 o'clock, 7 to, 8, 7 to about 7.45. Yeah. Just trying something new to see if we can get get a few more dudes connected. Had a great men's stakeout, and so out of that, we want to just create a couple of groups for guys to connect, and we'll see how it goes. I'll let you know. All right. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Molly. Welcome, everybody, on the podcast. Whether you're uh, at the office putting your makeup on. <laughs> um, what else? Sitting at the kitchen table drinking coffee. Uh, working at home, on your way to uh, dropping the kids off somewhere, wherever it is. We um, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. All right, let's do it, y'all. Psalm 33. Let's see what the Lord has to say to us today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. You're right, Alien. We do need that for the ladies. And so um, I'm going to have to start one. Let's do it. Psalm 33. 22 verses. 22 verses in Psalm 33. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It's very similar to how Psalm 32 started, right? Oh. No, not quite. It's about the uh, freaking, never mind. Never mind. I am mistaken. Sing joyfully to the Lord. You righteous, it is fitting 
for the upright to praise him. Yes. It is. That's a right. I love that. It's fitting. Like if it just that just sits well, right? It just sits well for people who have been made righteous by the blood of Christ to praise him. That's what we should be doing. That's the right thing to do. Like you don't even have to pray about it. Should I praise the Lord today? Yeah, you should. <laughs> you don't even you don't even have to spend two seconds pondering it. Yep, it's. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Mm. It is fitting. It just sits well. You know, like a nice suit, like a nice uh, tailored garment. It's it's fitting. It just that I mean that looks like it was made for you. I tell you guys about the about uh, a year ago. A year ago, my daughter got married, and so we ordered tuxedos. It was one of those uh, mail, like you order it online, which was pretty impressive. And um, and so we're doing the measurements and everything, like, and so you know, my son, you know, he he goes first in entering in all of his measurements, and they ask him like fifty questions. You know, what's this measurement? What's the length from here to here? What's your instinct? What's how long is this leg and that leg? How long is this? And your waist and your chest. And like they ask him like 50 questions. My son's 17. And I was like, wow, that's gonna that's impressive. Then it then it got to me. So I was ready. I was ready. I was like, man, I'm gonna get mine, like, I'm gonna get mine ordered and on point. That thing is gonna be looking fresh. And it asked me, like, couple questions <laughs> what's your uh height weight chest size and that was it and it was like my am I my age and it was like mm, yeah we got we got one just for you we, we know just we know what you look like <laughs> 50 year old <laughs> five nine yeah we know we, we, we pull one right off the shelf and they make you a dime a dozen brother and i'm a, you know what i was kind of hoping it wouldn't fit I was hoping, I was kind of hoping it wouldn't fit. How are you going to ask me three questions and then nail it like that? But I want to tell you something. That thing fit like a champ. <laughs> I was a little perturbed, I'll be honest with you. I was a bit, how, how's my son, he going to get 50 questions about his tux? Like a, a dang EQ, a uh, dang GQ model. And how how am I? They're just gonna ask me four questions and nail it. And that was something. But anyway, it did fit. It fit up right. It fit just right. <laughs> it didn't fit up right. It it fit just right. <laughs> oh. They're like, yeah, okay, fifty year old short dude, fat short dude. We got that one right here. Yeah, here you go. He just wanted just another one of them dudes in a bunch. Tried it on, felt like a fit like a champ. But I tell you what, hmm. yeah, it did. Verse two, praise the Lord, though you know, praise the Lord, praise the Lord with a harp, make music to Him on the ten-stringed lyre. Play those music, man. Praise the Lord with the harp, with the music. Verse 3, sing to him a new song, 
play skillfully and shout for joy. Hmm. Wow, that really affirms like good musicianship, right? Play skillfully. Like there, you know, there are times God's word says, make a joyful noise. Just bring God what you got, you know? You know, if you can't sing, that's all right. Just bring a noise. Bring it. But if you got some skills, develop those skills and play skillfully. That is an act of worship. Excellence inspires people and honors God. So here he's saying, sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. Write a new song. Write a song to the Lord. Some of you, some folks, you know, you're creative. You can write poetry and you can write songs, write music. And some of us, you know, we just we just make a joyful noise. But it's also metaphorical, right? Like not necessarily, not just a literal new song, like on a, uh, you know, on sheet music, but a new song in your heart. You know, his mercies are new every morning. What are the new things God's doing in your life? What's the new blessings God has brought your way? What is it that you're grateful for, uh, grateful to God for today? Every day's got something new, man. Verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right and true. Yes, amen. He is faithful in all he does. And aren't you glad that the word of the Lord is right and true and the Lord is faithful in all he does? He, he's, what he promises, he's going to do. He said it, he's going to do it. There's no, uh, there's no doubt about it. God's God, all of God's promises, the word of God tells us, are yes and amen in Jesus. Because of Jesus and through Jesus, all of God's promises are kept. Yes and amen in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Verse 5. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his hesed. There you go, right here. It's full of his hesed, unfailing love. The whole earth. That's a powerful thought, man. I think the whole earth is full of God's hesed. Everywhere you look, if you're looking, if you're looking through the eyes of faith, if you're looking with with a heart of belief and openness. You can see the hessedness, the unfailing love of God everywhere. <laughs> that's a that's an English word. Um, it's a it's been modified slightly. It's just everywhere. That's everywhere, everywhere. God's unfailing love is everywhere. It's everywhere. The earth is full. Isn't that a beautiful image? The earth is full, like chocked full. Like, you know, like some of them live cheering East, uh, Halloween baskets. You know, little cheering, walk around, candy be being littered on the ground because they their baskets are running over, and they asking for some more. Trick or treat. You don't need no trick. Man, you got enough candy in there to feed. It's a small country. Trick or treat. All right, here, have another Snickers. 
uh, chock full. When you so if you got kids that go trick or treating at your house this year, you see the little, the little I keep wanting to call them Easter baskets. You keep calling you see the little uh, the little trick or treat baskets filled with uh, chocked full of candy. It hope it reminds you that the earth is full, just like that, overflowing, over, full of God's hessedness, unfailing love, chock full. And if you look, you can see it air day, right, right, Jamie, air day. And if you really mean it, you say air dang day, air dang day. Man, I can see the glory of the Lord air dang day, <laughs> every darn day. <laughs> uh, verse 6, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of his mouth. The word, the God spoke it and created it. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Wow. Just a, a beautiful metaphorical way of declaring God's power and, and creativity and uh, sovereignty. All the waters that are, you know, for, um, for people in antiquity, the seas were, were treacherous, man. They were treacherous. They were scary. They were chaotic. They were unknown. And so to say that, that God puts the seas or puts the waters into jars, it's like to say he, he captures them. He's in control of them. They are, they are like water in a jar to him. Hmm. And maybe there's some chaos in your life, man. It's chaotic to you. It's chaotic to your 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 way of life right now. Chaotic to the way you do things. Maybe it's maybe you're going through a thing, some things that have stirred your life up, like chaotic seas. And know that 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 chaos, God got it in a jar. He all over it. God's all over it. It may be intimidating to us. It may be. Uh, uh, confusing to us, but it's not to God. He's got it in a jar. Mm. He got it in a jar. He's got the. He puts the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the. He puts the deep into storehouses. Verse eight. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the peoples of the world revere Him. For He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. Hmm. Everything obeys the, the word of the Lord. Right? There's not a single word of God that returns void, is what Isaiah's uh, prophecy tells us. It accomplishes that for which it was sent. So if a creative word comes, comes from God, it creates. It can do no other. It's when they, in the Hebrew language, the word the, for word and deed is the same word, debar. It's the same word. It, the word for word or, or you know, a, a word is a deed. It happens. The word of the Lord as an, is, is action. <laughs> it's not just breath. It is creative ability. It creates. It brings into being what it says. So whatever God says is going to bring to being brought to is go, will be brought to fruition. It cannot not do that. It has to. It's the same thing. So what God says to us, what God promises in his word, what God declares, 
cannot not happen. It has to happen because the same thing. His word is creative, is a creative word. The green is not a creative color. Anyway, I don't know. I digress. If you want to just go down a little rabbit hole, there's a little video out there about green. Green is not a creative color. Anyway. That's squirrel right there. Squirrel. I just a little distracted. But um, because God's word is creative, but green is not a creative color. It, 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 you know. Anyway. Um I guess green is creative if it's used the right way. Uh, where am I? <laughs> I'm lost, man. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm just going all over the place. I'm sorry, y'all. Thank you for staying with, staying, sticking with it here, man. Staying with me on this because I mean, I'm, I'm all over the place this morning. I don't know. Um, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere Him, man. That's what we're praying for, right? Uh, that 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 promise that the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. That'll happen, man. That's another promise and declaration of the word of God. That the glory of the Lord will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. It will happen. We, we're praying that it comes. <laughs> Green is not a creative color. <laughs> Unless it's money. <laughs> Unless it's money, it's, then it's creative because it can't. Uh, shoot. Verse nine. For he spoke and it came to be. There you go. Right there. I, I promise you, I did not read this ahead of time. I did not know it was going to say that, but that's exactly what I was talking about. Verse nine. For he spoke and what happened? It came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. Some people wish their kids would do that. I spoke, and they stayed put. They don't. They wander around. Verse 10. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the people. The evil intentions of humanity. He thwarts the plans of the enemy. Man, aren't you glad? He foils the plans of the nation. He Nations, he thwarts the uh, purposes of people. Yes, he he uh, he confuses and uh, and confounds the plans of the wicked. Verse eleven. However, but the plans of the Lord they stand firm. How long? Forever. <laughs> the plans of the Lord and. They are immovable. The plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Man. God will accomplish his purposes. He will, he will accomplish his, his righteousness. His righteous plan for humanity. His righteous plan for uh, this world will be accomplished. I know. Sometimes we, you know, we get all, we go, we got elections coming up. We got midterm elections coming up. Man, go vote. Vote. For sure, I will be. But we have to remind ourselves every time, even when elections come and go in the, in the United States, that you know the, the, the purpose and the plans of the Lord are not uh, determined. They're not interrupted, nor are they advanced through elections. The purposes and plans of the Lord 
are immovable. <laughs> they they can they cannot be changed. They are firm. So we don't have to sweat it. We do our part. We pray. We ask for God's guidance. We are involved in the political process. We vote for the candidates we believe in. Or we choose the the, the less of two evils in some cases, in often many cases. <laughs> and we trust God because God's and we and we not only trust, we look with optimism, regardless of the political outcome, we look forward with optimism. Why? Because political officials do not hold the ultimate destiny of humanity. God does. God does. And God's ways are unchanging. They're righteous. All power here is relative power. And, and you ain't going to keep it. God's got ultimate power. Here you go, verse 12. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. Man. Man. That's a, that's a prayer for our country, man. But, I mean, let's, let's be honest. While our country was founded on... Judeo-Christian principles and values. There's no question about that. Any honest uh, person who observes the founding documents uh, would have to concede that. Um, they weren't all necessarily born-again Christians, but there were definitely Judeo-Christian values embedded in the creation of our country. But that is not the same as saying the United States is a Christian nation. It's not. Um, it was founded on Christ, some Christian principles. But look around. I mean, sometimes when we read think about things about, you know, uh, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, we think, oh, it must be talking about America. Well, no, not really. <laughs> it's any nation, <laughs> any people whose God is the Lord. I don't know if, you, if, if, a, if someone just landed on this planet un, uh, with no no um perspective on the founding documents of the United States and just observed behavior and priorities and values, they would not say, wow, that country loves Jesus. No. Please, come on. They would say that that country loves money. That country is uh loves sex. That country loves um uh being known, being seen. Loves to be out front. Loves to, loves to be noticed. Loves to have influence. That's what the people of this nation, uh, by and large, live for. So we pray, right? We pray, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. God, may our hearts turn back to you. May our hearts turn to you, Lord. We pray for our country. We pray for our state. We pray for... Our uh, our county, that the that we might turn to him as we approach these uh, midterm elections. We pray that as a nation we might turn to God and and realize that an election, an election is not repentance. Oh, come on, somebody! I, I hear sometimes people talk about an election being like a repentance. 
like an election being a turning to God. No, 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 no. You don't turn to God by voting for someone else. You turn to God by, by bowing your own heart before the Lord Jesus Christ and receiving him into your life. You go press whatever Chad over there you want, whatever hanging Chad you want. That ain't repentance. That's voting. But we see sometimes people talk about, well, you know, if we, if we really want to repent, we need to vote this way. No, 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 no. That ain't repentance. That's voting. Repentance is, a, is about but a, a person's turning to God, away from sin, from, away from self-indulgence and self-governance uh, and self-worship to a worship of God. You, you can press whatever little button on that, on that uh, electronic device you want. That's not repentance. That's voting. Because sometimes people feel self-righteous because of who they voted for. Why? How are you going to feel self-righteous because you voted for someone or against someone else? Unless you're voting for Jesus, there's no, there's no place on which to stand to feel self-righteous about voting. The godly people vote this way. The ungodly people vote that way. Really? I didn't know Jesus was on the ballot. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't see Jesus on the ballot. <laughs> and if he was, half the people wouldn't vote for him. Most people would not vote. Look, you want to just do a little bit, let me test, be honest. You put Jesus on the ballot in the United States, do you think he'd win? No, he would not. Mm -mm. A man who stands up for life, the poor, righteousness, Concern, justice. Uh, uh They wouldn't vote for that. No, sir. Because they wouldn't, they, first of all, they won't know what letters beside his name. I ain't voting for Jesus unless he declares a pardon. Now, if Jesus put a little R by his name, I'll vote for him. If he put a little D by his name, I'll vote for him. If Jesus put a little I by his name, I'll vote for him. But if he ain't got a little letter, then I can't vote for him. Well, guess who your God is? Mm. Guess who your God is? Your God is the letter next to the name, not, not Jesus. Yeah. You know what? I don't think we're going to get to C.S. Lewis today. We just, we just went off on a tangent right here. We already way into this, and there ain't no coming out now. <laughs> we're so deep, deep in this now. So, so, so we vote and we pray for our country and we believe in the process of democracy. I think it's, I think it's the greatest thing ever. It's not perfect though, and we're not vo voting for a theocracy. We're voting for democracy. We're voting for uh, the, the values that we believe in. Verse thirteen: the heaven, the hev from heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all. Mankind, from all dwelling place, he watches all who live on the earth. From his dwelling, he does. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. Mm. He forms our heart and he considers everything we do. Wow, watch this, man, watch this. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. Man, man. People aren't saved by the United States is not saved by the size of its army. It's not saved by its uh, GDP. 
It's not saved by its high or low interest rates or its inflation rates or its unemployment rates. A nation, a king, is not saved by the size of his army, nor a warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Oh, man. Military strength is a vain hope for deliverance. Uh, wealth is a vain hope for deliverance. But the eye of the Lord are on those who fear them, fear him, on those whose hope is in his what? Has said unfailing love. That's where the hope comes from, to deliver them from death and to keep them alive in famine. So what? So what? Right here, right, right, right here, verse 20. Watch this. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your chesed, unfailing love, be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in what? You. Mm. Man, what a great reminder today, man. This is awesome. What a great, great reminder for us today, man. Let's let's put our hope in Jesus. Man, let's let's uh let's be good citizens of our country. Let's vote. Let's uh let's get behind candidate behind candidates we believe in and all that, man. But hey, hey, let's uh let's put our hope. Hmm. We don't put our hope in a candidate. We don't put our hope in a political process. We don't put our hope in the outcome of an election. Listen, we put our hope in him who sees our every move. He sees the one, he's the one who created our hearts and sees every motive and intentions of our heart. He's the one whose eyes are on those who fear him. That's where we put our hope. In him, our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. And may, may it be, uh, may it be true, may his chesed, unfailing love um, be with us even as we put our hope in him man that's awesome that's awesome all right you guys thanks for being on today hey let's pray we skipped c.s lewis today we just kind of spent a little more time in the word of god but i think the lord's okay with that hopefully you are too <laughs> let's pray y'all god thank you so much for your holy word thank you for the truth of the gospel that you strengthen and help us to apply it to our lives uh, and live it out Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.